Come on in, guys. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking Llama. I am one of your hosts, Jared Sundin, along with Chris Kuna, here as a guest speaker today. Very excited about it. This is, this is our one appearance that we get from you per season under contract. So In- uh, Indeed. Yeah, don't don't hopefully make us I don't screw this. it up. Right, and ho- hopefully I get invited next season for my one time. Yep. Well, there there's some discussions about uh doing a tiered list of of contestants, so you know, maybe we'll we'll send you a one-day contract for that after the season's over. I would I would love to be a regular part of any tier tier lists. You you know me. Well, we'll see. Maybe Maybe we'll uh, come up with one tonight on the spot. I doubt it, but Ooh. yeah. Um, where where would you? What tier of episode uh, for season forty four would you put this episode in? So just just for this season, man. I would say I'm. I'll go B tier. I'm between A and B. It was it was solid. It was a solid episode. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm talking myself into A just because of how bad some of the other episodes are. It wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't there's nothing much to complain about. Yeah. Yeah, they've been uh they've been giving us satisfactory episodes mm-hmm. for approximately 3 weeks. So We'll yeah, take it. Great. We'll take great. it. Um, okay. Well, we'll we'll just jump into it. Um, I don't know if there's anything urgent we have to talk about right off the bat, but uh, yeah, we we do our uh, post tribal council uh, moment with the tribe back at camp. Here that uh, Franny was pretty much left out of the vote. She's mad at Danny. Uh, she thought the vote was Jamie realizes that pretty much anyone would have had a chance to tell her what was happening and that did not happen. So, um, yeah, Lauren, Lauren says she didn't know what the plan was. Carson's doing damage control. He's, uh, talking with Jamie throwing Kane under the bus, uh, saying that Kane outed Jamie's idol, even though, um, that definitely was not the case. and, And it was actually Carson himself. Um, that's about all we got though. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, I have, I have one. And, uh, I, I was talking to Mary, my wife about this, who's, uh, she's, uh, we, we do a fantasy survivor game, uh, with each other and some friends and she's car. She has Carson is winning. And I was like, Mary, I don't know about this Carson much longer. Like, like, and I appreciate what Carson is doing. He's, he's playing kind of hard and he's kind of playing both sides and he's, he's playing the game, but I think it's all about to catch up to him. 
Yeah, I um I would say he's playing very hard. Yeah. Um but I just I was I missed the like on my recording tonight I missed the part where it shows who voted for who. So I was trying to find that on Twitter and uh, just randomly I saw some tweets about like watch Carson get to the end and get zero votes. Um Mm. Which do what do you think that's likely if he makes it to the end? Do you think he's getting zero? That's an insane take. Like, <laughs> like, gosh, I, I go back and forth on my own personal feelings on Carson. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say he's my favorite survivor player I've seen. He's he's not even that high in terms of how much I like him on this cast, but he's playing. He's playing. He's playing the game. And if he can he somehow is still under the radar despite making moves the entire game. And if he can get to the end, I, that would be insane. If he didn't get any votes, I would think he would win the game against most people right now with maybe a couple exceptions, maybe no exceptions. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, I certainly don't think anyone hates him. Right. uh, That's the kind of thing that, gets you no votes like when people just have no respect for you um think that you did nothing like i don't think that's the case with him so i guess i haven't thought enough about who would vote for who but um yeah i that i read that and i was like wait a second are we watching the same thing you know i'm pretty sure i can speak for you jared when i when i'm saying to our audience that you do not go on twitter very much Uh, No, no matt i know matt does and I do every once in a while. If something spicy happens on Survivor, I'll I'll hit, you know, Survivor hashtag Survivor 44. But I've I've learned to stop doing this because Twitter is an insane place where people who don't live in the real world preside. And so the opinions you see on Twitter, like they're they're not from this world. Yeah, I've I mean, this is unrelated we're already getting off topic i don't know how many times this is going to happen tonight but probably a lot yeah we like i'll go on there after something weird happens like a minnesota sports team and just see all of the all the sports takes on there and i'm like man i granted i follow more closely than most people but i don't know where people come up with some of this stuff so that's probably one of those but i figured Mm -hmm. uh worth mentioning because it's relevant and um glad we both agree on that we'll uh yeah yeah we'll keep things moving here um they take us right to the reward challenge for the day so uh yeah we will get into this fast i mean it's uh, my take on this was uh they had like a bunch of extra supplies lying around and they just like threw them together into a generic survivor challenge Like it's just a combination of things that we've seen in the past, just done a little differently. Yep. Um, You know, uh, on that note, I want to weigh in on something that you and Matt were debating maybe a couple episodes ago. And I just, I'm just, this is a good time for that. You were debating reusing challenges and it seems like in modern survivor it's all the same stuff it's all the same stuff over and over again and i can agree with you that you know an iconic challenge is kind of fun but 
I get so bored of these challenges. Honestly, like I use the time that the challenges are happening. I'll just kind of listen and I'll like go make food or something. Like if I want a snack, it's that's like a time I can go get stuff. I'd rather be watching the conversations than the challenges. Um, and since Matt isn't here, I will, I will, I have to take his place and mention that God, the Australian survivor challenges are just top tier. They're, I don't think he's mentioned them too much. And and since he's not here, we're getting way off topic and that's okay. Couple as long as I don't have thought. to do an accent again. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, you never know. I wish maybe unless I want have. to. Yeah. 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 If it maybe after what I say, you will, you will want to, but um, couple, couple things he doesn't say about Australian survivor that I, I feel like I need to point out challenges unbelievable maybe he's mentioned that once or twice they're so creative they're very well done um and one other really really random thing is uh the music in australian survivor the supporting music is also top tier and i know you would really appreciate that i notice it all the time it is epic and sad and excited and they have some serious composers all right i'm i'm done for now with australian survivor it'll probably get brought up later Okay. Well, anything for dramatic effect. The uh, if you're adding music to an already uh, very very exotic challenge, then I you know I could be in. But yeah, I'm with you. I more than one time this season, I have gone to get food while the challenge is on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that's that's the time. It's just it's like a like I'll be like Mario, who won? Oh, uh, you know, Branny one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. she's pretty good at that stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this one is uh we're we're getting dizzy. Um spinning around, winding a buoy across an arbitrary line. Um and then while you're dizzy, you go through a course with some or it's like a balance beam, you gotta grab some balls uh and then untie a rope and throw your balls onto a ledge that is the challenge so not too much exciting going on there i will say the saving grace is this is kind of like a blindfold challenge where like every time it is somewhat entertaining just to watch people act stupid or clueless or like run into things that's so fair. that's fair yeah um yeah i i would say a high high point for me is not anything that has to do with the challenge it was just dizzy carolyn screaming randomly yeah i i was gonna say the best part of any of the challenges really really are any of the like less competent challenge players watching them i love watching carolyn and jamie just always struggle in the challenges is is that's the best part yeah i don't know if i've ever screamed due to being dizzy before but this is a uh a natural reaction apparently for yep. carolyn but um i enjoyed it nonetheless um let's see yeah franny led pretty much the whole thing one um and then we get the big news after the challenge uh that we are getting letters from home on the reward or as part of the reward. Um, 
so yeah what was it tacos like mexican feast margaritas mm. uh oh yeah and letters from home <laughs> so yep, yep good to know, you know uh the the one positive thing about the challenge i'll say is i i just appreciate getting a reward challenge separate from immunity sometimes and it felt like the total time like the airtime of the challenge was pretty quick which was good because all the stuff like at the reward is much more enjoyable and more compelling i think than than the actual challenge and we got a good amount of stuff there yeah yep um so i guess well i actually kept track of that uh cuz we were 10 minutes in heading Ooh. to commercial break and we already had like kind of the rehash of tribal council and a reward challenge and deciding who was going with her. Uh, and I was like, wow, that is, that is a lot for 10 minutes, but they did yeah. it. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So Franny picks Carolyn, Lauren and Heidi moms only moms only, uh, you know, Franny could have given up her spot to, um, Jamie, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> but, uh, opted to keep it um yeah they have a well yeah they have a nice little um nice little feast and talk some strategy while they're there um carolyn's loving it she she loves the company um get a little showcase of of lauren's life uh spoiler alert she works hard she accomplishes things um so I, I guess that was good to see, um, but yeah, I, you know, I, as I thought, I th I'm pretty sure that's like a requirement to be on modern survivor is, you know, you gotta, you got you gotta work hard and accomplish things for sure. Um, the common, I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just gonna, the common uh, characteristic of the modern survivor player is they love to overcome. For sure. For sure. It's they, their main interest is overcoming. Yeah, they're they're great people and they overcome a lot. And yeah, just you know, like like someone said this episode, I think later in tribal, man, we all just get along so well all the time. It's like, yeah, because you're all like terrific people. There is there are no, you know There's not a Russell out there. Yeah, there's no Russell, there's no Abby Maria's out there. You know, you're you're just with a bunch of saints and Good for all of them for being great people. Nothing against them, but uh, wish we had some Russells. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice. I guess getting a glimpse into someone's life that we may not know about, it's fine. It helps me understand a little more about her. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you know, despite you know, we can complain about how great all the people are. I do really like these, like, you know cutaways that show the backstories of of all of the contestants i i think that's a really nice touch uh something they stole from a certain other affiliate of survivor that has been mentioned a few times on the show okay um uh, yeah i'm i'm trying to sorry i'm, I'm off track here i'm trying to imagine mm -hmm. like what that would be like for like set r.i.p keith like if they had like a clip from Keith's life that they could have just shown on Survivor, like how wild would that have been? That'd be so fun. <laughs> like, or even like like Tyson just came to mind. Like, yeah. I don't know if you um I don't know if you've ever watched Tyson's audition tape. It's pretty wild. Like he's a you know, he's an he's a mature adult now, but like 
or OG Tyson in his first season, like he's a very interesting person. And I would love to get a cutaway from him. It's like, Oh, my coach, life's pretty coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that guy too. <laughs> um, man. So yeah. Anyways. Uh, well, I, I guess better late than never for this kind of stuff, but with some of those yeah. old casts, it would have been, uh, maybe even mm, more enjoyable. So good. Yep. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, I guess they're they're talking about keeping the uh, the women's winning streak alive. Also, um, I had, uh, I guess the end of forty three probably hadn't aired by the time they had left for this. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but shout out Mary! Congrats on Gabler winning um, and you winning your uh, Survivor Fantasy contest because of that. Good old um, Gabler. What a guy. Yep. Alec Gabler. Uh, all right. And now onto the strategy. Um, I guess they're, they're kind of in consensus that they want Danny out. Um, but that's, that's all we get. It's early on in the episode. Who knows <laughs> what's going to happen? Um, yeah. Back at camp, we got jam jam kind of, uh, going through some things, um, having a tough time out there, knowing that the letters were uh, given out during the reward. Um, and then the people at camp have realized that Franny is a threat. So, whoa, yeah, um, they may be onto something there. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. And then, oh, yeah, another thing we get is. Jamie deciding <laughs> I don't, you're already reacting. One of my, uh, one of my favorite parts of the episode right here. Here, take it away. Jamie decides to come clean and tell the whole tribe that is not at the reward, at least that her idol went home with Kane. And man, I, I have a lot, I have a lot of thoughts here. Um, First, first thoughts. Uh, I love, you know, I actually love Jamie as a survivor contestant, not be, you know, like not because she is a good player, but because of quite the opposite of that. I think it's, I think good seasons of survivor have a good mix of people who are really good at the game and, and competent and people who are less so. And Jamie's, confessional about the whole thing is just hilarious too like oh i'm such a truth teller and like i just feel so relieved once i told my whole tribe and and like how can you not think for like any amount of time that your tribe mates are gonna listen to you say this and not believe you for a second like that that thought has just never crossed her mind the entire time um so I have, I have more about Jamie, Jared. I, I, I'm starting to get scared about something. Here's, here's a nightmare scenario for you. Jamie, Jamie's fake idol goes home with Kane and she never looks like a fool playing it. And because of this, she then does this move, you know, where she tells people the truth about it but her tribe mates think that it's a good play where she's lying to them. And they're all in their mind. Like, I think it was Franny was like, man, 
this just shows how good of a player Jamie is. And, and I'm terrified that she's going to find her way to the end somehow. And the players will have this false perception that Jamie is really sharp at and good at survivor. And they're going to award her a million dollars and watch in horror the season back and see how wrong they were. That's my nightmare scenario that, that, oh, I, I want to say it'd be hilarious, but it wouldn't. I would be devastated if that happened. I would be in for that if we got to see the players watching everything dumb that she did and then realizing that they voted for her to win the show. That would, that might be, that might make it better. That would, that's fair. Maybe, maybe they can go on Twitter and, and, uh, and, you know, kind of like tweet their reactions like, Oh no, what have I done? But, uh, I, I don't know with how good of a cast and how likable these people are. I feel like they're not going to do that. They're going to be like, Oh man, Jamie was such a great social player the whole time. And they're going to defend her. And maybe who doesn't like, get breaks on the show, right? You need some good breaks to win. Right, right. And I'm I'm a firm believer that whoever wins the game deserved to win the game. And anyways. So, no. yep. Yeah, that's... Um, I guess that's about as much of a nightmare as I could imagine. Just backing her way into a win. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that would and, be... And, and, you know, it's the whole... This whole thing, I think... It's a good reminder because I will often, well, I don't know about you. I will watch finales of survivor. Like I think of all the finales I've watched and how often I have been just dead wrong on who actually wins the game. I feel like this happens to me way more than it should. And it's a reminder that, you know, it's not us, the viewers voting for who we know is the right person. It's a lot of these people, they don't, they don't know what we know. And and I don't know if that makes the winners more deserving because they've played the people well or if they're lucky sometimes, but I don't know. I think I think this happens a lot. I, I don't know if you've had any notable people in the past that you can think of that that's happened to. Yeah. Um, recently, there's not as many, maybe some surprising results like Tommy mm -hmm. getting pretty much all the votes in 39. Like I thought sure. Dean maybe deserved a few. Sure. Um, Mike getting beat by Marianne in 42 was yep. a little surprising. I, um, very surprising. And then like maybe um, I, I thought that, that Chrissy probably should have beat Ben in 35. Mm -hmm. um, but that uh, these are, these are like personal opinion cases. The, the last time that I was probably like shocked was, michelle over aubrey yeah that for sure for sure but yeah just going back and if you watch them again you could start to pick up on some things that that maybe like michelle did really well and obviously you know she made it to the finale and winners at war too so she's a, a great player um but yeah i there's been a few times where i've been surprised and um hoping oh gosh, the one way I don't want to end this season is with that. It's but. not going to happen, Jared, but it would be fitting. Possible. Yeah, it would be. It would be very fitting. Like, I feel like if Jamie were to win a season, I would want her to win this season. 
that's fair. Just it can just be a huge dumpster fire of a season and cap it off with that. Yeah. So okay. Um we got I was I was keeping track of like the the episode runtime too. So this is only about a third of the way through the episode is like all of this. So this is a ton of stuff mm-hmm. that has that has happened already. Mm-hmm. Um so then yeah, we you pretty much said all the Jamie stuff, but um I just thought it was funny like she never had a real idol ever. Doesn't ha- doesn't even have a fake idol and like everyone is like freaking out about about Jamie's idol, which is yeah, it's nuts. Um if you if we weren't so worried that this was like making her look like a viable winner, I think this would be hilarious. Yeah. It still is hilarious, I think. And yeah, you know, I, I think the thing that's going to happen is at some point they're going to be like, all right, I guess we should deal with Jamie and flush her idol. You know, maybe they split a vote. They all come together and she ends up just going home because she doesn't have an idol. And, and that's what I'm hoping for, but it, it doesn't feel like that though. I don't know what you think. Like, she still just doesn't feel important enough for them to spend that time and come together. Maybe a couple yeah. episodes from now. The the edit has definitely been off uh, as far as like making her a winner. Like mm-hmm. there's there's some people that are getting that, and yeah. I would not yeah. say that Jamie is is one of them right now. For sure, for sure. Um. All right, so we have uh, we have an immunity challenge. Um, another, I mean, we've kind of seen this before. You got your feet tied together, your arms are bound to your sides. You got to drag yourself through the sand. And uh, the twist in this one is you have to have a buoy in your mouth. They, a lot of buoys this episode. Um, yeah, yeah. So who knows? <laughs> who knows why that is? Um, but yeah, then. You uh, get to untie yourself once you make it to a certain point. Weave your buoy through some uh, some rope and then do a puzzle. That's our challenge. Um, as far as the challenge itself goes, I would say the highlight once again is Carolyn um, slowly, slowly sliding face first into a wall of sand. I mean, that followed with her, just her personal commentary off of Jeff's commentary about how difficult it is to get the buoy through the rope as Jeff's talking about how <laughs> difficult the puzzle is. Who who did this stuff? Like, who who made this rope? I don't know what she said exactly. <laughs> as everyone was... has already beaten it. <laughs> right, right. Just yeah. so, so good. I'm, I, I've, re- I don't know. I mean, you all, you and Matt have given your opinions on Carolyn to everyone the whole season. So I'll, I want to jump in real quick and, you know, I will admit that I was very wrong about Carolyn from the beginning. I saw Carolyn the first episode or two and you and me maybe talked about this and, and I was like, ah, oh, this is their like modern attempt at like an outrageous person playing survivor, like yeah. a Philip Shepard or a coach, but we just have this idiot who like isn't going to be competent at all and i i am currently extremely wrong i think carolyn is outrageously entertaining and way smarter than people give her credit for 
Yep. I think she's not good at the challenges, which is just fine. That's I, uh, that may be preferred. Right. It, it is preferred. And I truly, I truly think, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I truly think Carolyn's going to win this game and I'm all for it. I hope she wins. I think she almost deserves to win with what yeah. she's done so far. Yep. I could, she's one of the, one of the short lists that's getting the winner edit. Um, yep. And I, I too, like, yeah, Matt and I have kind of talked about it, but we're, we're really starting to like her and, yeah, my take after the first episode was like, okay, like I, I see what you're trying to do. Like, let's put like a, let's put a wacky person on our show. And I'm like, but this is just too much. Like, we don't need this on, on the show. And like, mm-hmm. she's actually had way more depth than I thought she would have. Like, I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be like a surface level, like, oh, yep, okay, here's the, crazy carolyn clip of the episode um but no it's it's been really good so um correct me if i'm wrong she's one of the few people that still has an idol and actually no one has any idea she has an idol which is unheard of in modern survivor here like yeah people can't keep their mouth shut but she's found a way to and man i would love to see a like i would love to see like a huge carolyn play at like (laughs) final five getting Carson out of the game or something that would be just legendary and solidify her as like a dominant winner this season. That's, that's what I'm hoping for right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that might be the redemption for us. Not getting a Jamie fake idol play is Carolyn just like, I mean, who there is going to think she has it. Yeah. No one. They're going to be shocked. (laughs) yeah so so shocked it's her and heidi right that's yeah okay so they have the idols has anyone found the the merge tribe idol i I have no idea i feel like we may have oh that feels like super familiar but i can't remember if someone has it right now but i think i feel like someone does which is i think you're right First I, I off, can't... really bad by production for me not knowing that and talking for Survivor for or talking about Survivor it, for an hour. Is it Heidi? I think it is Heidi. Maybe so she didn't have it from before. Is that I think because I think Danny had their camp idol and he played right. it. And I think, okay, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Heidi found the merge yep. one. Okay. I was like, if if someone if someone has an idol right now and i just have no idea who it is like that's that's yeah. terrible but it's also not completely unrealistic yeah the the other idol that like we're forgetting is matthew's idol that he went home with when he left the game i think and i think i think that's all the main idols that are accounted for yeah okay well two left with seven people to go i I don't love it, especially if we get to five and they're both still mm-hmm. left in the game and someone has immunity. But um, it feels like they, it feels like we're going to get there because I don't know who's going. I mean, maybe people are going to try to get Heidi out, but no one's gunning for Carolyn. It doesn't seem like it. Um, mm-hmm. But this is I feel like this is what I was talking to Matt about last week. And it's like, who's going to vote Carolyn out? Like it. It's like, sure. Like. 
yeah, she's playing a decent game, but like it's Carolyn. Like we don't want to vote Carolyn out. Yep. That's yep, I think that's sure. yeah, that's the read I have on that. Um Okay, well, challenge Danny jumps out to a lead. I yeah, he's pretty much crushing the uh crawling portion of it, but then uh turns out the puzzle's all that matters. I don't know if you knew that, but um I had a feeling that was going to be the case. I've I've heard it called the great equalizer before. But uh that is that's what happens here. We got Carson um pretty much crushing the puzzle and winning um and yeah, then it's it's all the fallout uh and prepping for tribal. So um yeah, I'll try and summarize this as fast as I can. But we got Franny, who's like 50-50 on whether she wants Danny or Jamie. Carson says to split them um, three and three. Preference for Jamie um, because of the idol she has and how well she's hiding it. Uh, and then uh, trying to get everyone on board with that. Um and let's see, then we have like a separate conversation. It's Lauren, Danny, Jam Jam, and Jamie. Um, they kind of get on the same page about Franny. Uh, Jam Jam wants Jamie. There's there's a few names thrown out. Um, then we get kind of an interesting wrench where Carson tries to turn Jam Jam on Carolyn because Carolyn is becoming close with Franny. Um yeah, we uh it's it's a lot but also not a lot. It's pretty mm-hmm. much what we get every week. Yeah. So, um yeah, we have uh Danny telling Heidi is the plan to vote for or yeah, the plan is to vote for Franny and then he tells her that her vote doesn't matter because that's what's happening. Uh and she's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and then like Heidi gets brought up into the conversation for who to vote out because when she tells that story to people, they think she's like still working with Danny and like lying about not knowing what's going on. So yeah, we got four names now. Um, and yet again, we pretty much have no idea what's going to happen going into tribal, which has been a main complaint of Matt and me. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I agree with you guys. It's a, it's a weird thing. I would rather have like the two names, maybe three names and have like some supporting arguments and evidence for why each of the two people would go home and, and try to figure it out. Like you guys said, but yeah, I, I was like, you know, I found myself very unsure what was about to happen as as tribal was going, and yeah, it just I don't know, kind of takes you out of it, is what I think when when you're watching. Yeah, when you don't have a feeling one way or the other, you can't be surprised. Yeah. So yeah, that's I I personally was I guess I was still a little surprised it was Franny just because I thought it was probably going to be the split, but I. I've learned not to put too much stock into anything. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we knew. Um, and then, nope. yeah, we go to tribal and um, 
pretty much nothing happens except a very unnecessary 15 second segment about the phrase full tilt boogie, which they Chris, they're all in on full tilt boogie. They I'm even name. You... Yeah. They named oh, the, the episode full tilt boogie. I'm I'm glad you brought this up. I, I had a, a point, you know, and you, you guys have made this point and Jeff needs to really calm down. He's a, uh, like, it's that was that was too much by Jeff. Just just chill and let the let the contestants make for the good television and tribal. Um, also, it was I thought Jeff was very annoying. Like when Carson won immunity, Jeff's just like, "All right, Carson, tell me how awesome this all is." You know, like and Carson's like, "It's so awesome, Jeff. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here." It's like that. It's it's getting annoying to me for sure, and. You you've mentioned that before. Jeff's been, he's, yeah, he's he he plan. lost it. Yeah, he he's lost it. Um, it's fine because he's Jeff, and it's it's not going to feel like Survivor when Jeff is gone. But it also doesn't really feel like Survivor right now. So, yeah, it's just just wait till you get used to Jonathan. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean, I'm sure this era of Jonathan is better than Jeff. Um, John, Jonathan's awesome, by the way. You will appreciate him. Okay. Quickly, I well, I need that. I need that now. Um, yeah. It And it wasn't like, here's another thing to consider about this. Like, yeah, it looks like Jeff is just overstepping and like putting himself into tribal council. But like, they don't even have to air this like this is yeah this is just like a thing that could have happened there who knows how long tribal council is it's probably like (laughs) from what i understand tribal council is crazy long like every tribal council is like hours like at least two hours and they cut out a ton of stuff but they deemed this uh, important for us to to see they went all in um yeah, they went full pumpkins. It was uh, just a little, a little much for me, and apparently you too. So, yep. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Hundred floors. They're not all going to be winners. No. <laughs> no. Nope. And this Matt might cut that out. <laughs> this was certainly uh, not a winning fifteen seconds. Um, so yeah, this that was a miss, but. Uh, the other the other thing about tribal council, like the main talking point, and again, of all the things to choose to put in, they're like, yeah, you know, I think the era of alliances is over. It's like, yeah, okay, okay. That was a weird. That was a weird. This is a weird comment. It's like, I feel you would know better than me, but at some point, maybe in the mid thirties. I feel like they started talking about the voting blocks and, you know, that trust clusters, trust. Yes. Yes. And some of that felt like a normal progression in it. it, Who said that? I think Jamie said that, didn't she? Whoever said it just felt like they wanted to be important and didn't really know exactly what they were talking about. Like there's definitely been alliances this season and, and in 41, 42 and 43. And I, I don't know. Yep. Yep. Um, but that was 
that was one of the main takeaways from tribal um and also that we have to balance playing all out and playing a little more subtle that's another another thing to consider i don't know if you've ever thought about that keen, before. some keen insight in the survivor 44 contestant yeah so enough like there's just no jeff always used to just needle these people like put them on the spot and make them squirm and make yeah. them say something they were going to regret and like now we get this so um yeah and, and this like we said this is like a good episode for this yeah season. yeah um but yeah votes are cast um get like a prolonged look from heidi she doesn't play her idol um and she gets a couple votes um but yeah franny ends up going home we see four for franny one for danny and two for heidi and um yeah, I think when Franny got her third, she kind of knew that she was out the door. Um, but yeah, I was hoping to see who voted for who because she told Carolyn she was wearing her belt and it sounded like Carolyn was probably one of the people she was not expecting to vote her out, but that happened. Um, do, you, do you know who exactly voted for who? I'm no, still that's, unsure about the whole thing. I my recording cut off right before that. Um so yeah, and that's what I was trying to look up on Twitter earlier tonight. And um I, I you know, so we've neither of us know because I just missed it, I guess. Um I thought Carolyn probably voted for for um Heidi. That's what that's what I think happened. I, I don't know who the other person was that voted for he- the Heidi Danny combo, but yeah, because so did, did as you far watch as we know next week on so you, that you missed that too. Yep, I missed that too. Okay. Um, but as far as I knew, like the last thing we saw from Carolyn is she was like all in on voting Heidi. I I think she did. I really, you know, especially based on the next week on where Carolyn kind of is on a rampage mad at Carson. And uh yeah, I think I think that happened, is my guess. Yeah, um, because yeah, Carson was the one that was in the middle. They they gave us like a clip of him saying, like, yeah, I just have to decide what I want to do before tribal and yeah. Um mm. okay, well, uh that's pretty much everything significant that we need to go over, um, like from the episode. I don't know. Uh, so so I, I on the episode i have a question for you a, a discussion is so so jared where do you think franny went wrong i don't think we're surprised she went home what, what do you think her mistakes were that sent her home uh yeah i would say perform too well in the challenges too early mm-hmm like the the kind of meaningless ones like I, they're not meaningless but if there's 12 people left in the game like winning a challenge is not like yeah immunity doesn't matter so much then um but that would be one reason i think uh, people still probably had like a little fear that like her connection with matt was there i mean that's an automatic vote that she's getting from the jury um 
but I don't know. I don't know if she went wrong. I mean, she's just like, she just seemed like a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I agree with what you said. I think she went wrong by being too good of a player in too many areas, which is a weird thing to say. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I will remember Franny as being one of the better overall players on this season. I think she was smart, social, strategic, um, probably overall the best challenge player in individual immunities. I, I think like, you know, Danny, Danny clearly is physically a beast, but he's an idiot when he it comes can't to puzzles. Do a puzzle. He's horrible. And and that's almost a good thing. Like it's a really good thing for him because if he were good at puzzles, you know, and better at endurance challenges and stuff, like people would be like, oh, we got to get Danny out. But like he's like good at some aspects of challenges and not good at others. In like the strategic and the social part of Survivor, it's kind of the same thing, I think. We're like he certainly is competent, but I wouldn't say he's like, like, like a rock, like a Boston Rob, you know, he's not, he doesn't quite like, like, you know, even his recent idol play in that like last episode or whatever, like that was a pretty bad play. If you ask me, I know you and Matt talked about that pretty dumb. Like, I, <laughs> like, yes, you played the idol correctly, but like, that was probably pretty dumb overall that you did that. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. So so Franny, I think, has just shown that she's a little too good at all things. And everyone's like, yeah, this is a very easy person that we can all agree needs to go. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, we're kind of kind of on the same page there. I mean, I, I said like too good too early. Like, yeah, there's you see a lot of these winners not really pop for the majority of the season. And then they pick up steam towards the end. Like that's what I'm thinking at least about like even like Gabler, Marianne, Erica, everyone post 40. Um, or, you know, that could be that we just don't see a lot of personalities featured until the end. But like, I, I think that, I mean, the thing I always say, it's like, how, how would you play if you went on the show? And I was, I always say, the only thing I know I would do for sure is intentionally lose the first individual immunity challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, and like sure. noticeably lose it like bad. I, I want, I can't wait. I, I want a survivor winner who is like, like, you know, like Franny extremely capable of being good at all these facets, but having the like self-awareness and the confidence in yourself to take it easy for a little while and then turn it on when you need to. And like, you know, cause, cause we had some things earlier when she won her immunities, she's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I won. And like, I never expected it. And I believe that, you know, she's humble and truly didn't think she was good enough, but she is, she's really good, but it's not only the challenges. Like you look at the reward challenge today and her bringing the moms that's a bad play, Jared. Yep. I think it's a really bad play yep. because it shows you how awesome of a human you are. That's just another reason. Like, 
Like, oh, if you were in the finals, oh, you're really good socially and strategically and at challenges. And man, wow, you're a great person. Let the moms like get letters from their families. No, bring your like alliance members, do some controversial stuff. Like, I don't know that I would love to see again, a winner and in their confessionals, like talk us through their reasoning. Like, like I, I could have won that reward challenge, but I chose not to, cause that is a nightmare scenario to be in. It's a irrelevant challenge that people are only going to be mad and see you as like a good challenge person and see you as like a really nice person. If you do this, it's just, it's a bad idea. It's a horrible win for her in that reward challenge. Yeah. I don't know if she could have prevented that with this one though. Cause I think he said the letters from home were part of the reward after she won, but he, he did. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I get your point. It doesn't. Yeah. Reward challenges in general. If I'm on Survivor, I'm losing every single reward, individual reward challenge and just hope that people take me. Yep. Um, Yeah, because you're going to be the one who is like, yeah, well, Chris hasn't eaten at all, so I'll take him. And yep, there you go. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, like, it's. I'm guessing we'll say the same thing. I think this is definitely possible, but like, I I think Danny could be like maybe playing a little worse in the challenges than Ooh. he's capable of. Yeah, I don't know. I not yeah, possible, not likely, but possible. I I, I agree with that. Possible, but not likely. He. To me, he seems like a hard competitor who cannot help himself and yep. wants to like the way he just flew through the physical part of the immunity challenge. Like if he was going to tone it back, I think he would not be so good at that. Um, and I think he just truly is an idiot yeah. when it comes to the puzzles. Yeah. And I, I he was like the first one that was just like full blown idle searching and yeah. like yeah. I, he probably isn't aware of that but that's part of the game now like the you know there's like this new era of survivor or whatever but it's like these players are not realizing that part of the game is like image management and Mm -hmm. that's not just like that's that's not just i want people to want to vote for me that's like i need to make sure that i am not like I don't have a target on me for any reason whatsoever. And yeah, like uh, that's, you think more people would know it by this point. You, you would, you would think that, but it, it's like counterintuitive to play poorly though. Right. Right. It's like, I don't know. You, you need to play well with some intentional, like not mistakes, but just being intentionally not, that good at each aspect of the game with with some potential moves lined up and like put yourself in a position where like i don't know how i think of it is if i ever played there would be a moment when it is time to go all in on going hard in challenges going hard socially and strategically and you just blow people away in the last fourth of the game is what i would say um and I think it's super possible. I think that's a very, very reasonable. If you have like an idol that no one knows about, if you've been kind of tanking some challenges, if you have some social connections built up in your back pocket that you're going to go big on in the last part of the game, 
Yep. I'd like to see someone do it. I'd like to see someone talk about it the whole yep. time leading up to it too. Yep. It needs to be mentioned at tribal council that like I was intentionally not playing as well as I could have in these areas because these are the people that get voted out. Yep. And I, I'd be curious to see long-term what that does also for how people play the game. Like if someone just comes out and says that at tribal council, like that's going to be talked about in future seasons. You you know, you know, when you bring that up, I, I am chuckling to myself, imagining future seasons. If that, if someone pulled that off successfully, I think that would be like a game changing player. And I just love thinking about all of the future contestants who think that they're also doing that but who actually just suck at the game and we would get some incredible confessionals and like, it would be very obvious. I think some people and Oh, that would be some great television. Yeah. Yep. Um, because we really need something to like shake up the game. It's yeah. just been, it's been pretty predictable for a long time. And that's one of the ways that you could do it. I think like, as far as, someone coming out and saying that like that would be one of my favorite players because it's like we've been dancing around this like tiptoeing around this for a while and no one has said it but like someone needs to come out and like say it in front of jeff that it's like how you win your game now jeff is by not trying yeah, and just like yeah. see what see how he reacts to that. Yeah, it's yeah. Mediocre players are going to win this game. That's that's a. It's a mediocre player who's going to get lucky. It's that's it's, that's basically it. Yeah, that's that's one possibility. It's it's a mediocre player, or it's a very 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 good player, who yeah. is intentionally mediocre for the right amount of time right right and then you know but then as soon as that happens the game has changed now and like it gets I really would, interesting again. i know I think it's really interesting yeah that's that's what you could do to keep I, this going I, I I, we're gonna say the same future. thing right now i could see are we i could see a future where once that happens it almost would open the door to then be good again yeah and you could like like you could then go hard and like, like you say you were on the same tribe and you are just dominating challenges. I, I might give a confessional that idiot, Jared, he doesn't know <laughs> that you shouldn't be doing this. Meanwhile, you're going to get to the end. Cause, cause people are looking at someone else like, Oh man, Chris, on the other hand, he's a, uh, he's really biding his time. I sensed he was holding back at that last me. He's, I got to watch out for him. This Jared moron doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> winning all these challenges like i i really i really could see survivor going that direction and it'd yep. be awesome it'd be so fun like the the thing i was gonna say is like yeah people would like start to be paranoid about bad players playing well like mm -hmm. they'd like you see someone out there who like doesn't win anything and like doesn't like doesn't have this like charming personality and you just, you like randomly pick them and you're like, he's got to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's playing, he's playing too well. Uh, I... Or you get to the end 
and like your resume is like I've won like I won all the team challenges. I won four individual immunity challenges. I played two idols correctly. And you're like sitting up there with like the greatest resume of all time. And the jury is like bad strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it. I can see it for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I doubt that's going to happen, but. It, you know, it's it's fun to think about it. And... Need to cast some different different types of players for that to happen, but you never know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we was. <laughs> uh, you're saying you're not happy with the casting, huh, Chris? We won't get into that. We'll get into it when we tier the casts, Jerry. Yep. Yep. Uh, anything else from you for this episode? Hmm. I don't think so. I think I covered all all I want to say. What about you? Okay. No, I'm good. That that Franny, uh, yeah, you you just asking that question about Franny, where you think she went wrong, opened up a world of possibilities, and um, yeah. I I'm going to leave this episode wanting more. So I, let's do that to the listeners. I like it. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I made sure to write it down this time, uh, all the social media accounts, because the last time I signed off, I did not do that. Um, and we have, uh, yeah, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, and on Twitter, we are Llama Talk Pod. On Instagram, we are Talking Llama Pod. And uh, that will do it for this episode. For Chris Kuna, I'm Jared Sundin. And we will see you next time for another Full Tilt Boogie episode of Talking Llama. Goodbye.